0: Hey there, Steven. Hey there,
1: Dustin. Hey, Dustin, quick, before we get into uh, follow-up on this segment, I just wanted to go ahead and read something to you. Uh, Yesterday, on a Facebook group, somebody posted, My Mac just prompted, the disc you inserted was not readable by this computer. Is this card dead? How can I retrieve these lost photos? I've tried multiple card readers and two camera bodies. It was a new SD card I'd never used before, and I never took the battery out or the SD card out.
0: Sounds like you're making this up. <laughs> uh,
1: I had to read both the thing they posted and then some of the comments that they left underneath and combine them into oh, one thing.
0: Steve, I thought you said nobody reads comments. So you actually took the time to read comments?
1: Oh, yeah, Destin. Um, so anyway, Destin, what are you drinking tonight?
0: Uh, I'm drinking a fine bottle of uh, Poland Spring. Um You might think this is from Poland, but it's actually bottled somewhere in Maine. Um, Wherever they bottle fine vodka, right? Yep. Yep. It's directly from Poland in Maine. Nice. It's a great Indiana beer for a great Indiana Steve. Mm Mm-mm.
1: That's right, Dustin. Tonight, this great Indiana man is drinking another great Indiana beer. I am drinking zombie dust from Three Floyds.
0: Oh, didn't you
1: just tour them or something? Yeah, I went to visit. I'm probably going to go back this Saturday because I got to shoot in Chicago.
0: Just you or you and Jen? Just me, baby. Uh, How come when I go to Chicago, I'm like, hey, Steve, want to go to Chicago with me and like maybe do some cool stuff? And you're like, oh, I'm going to Chicago, probably going to visit a brewery by myself.
1: I'm going to contact my brother, see if he wants to join me. Oh,
0: good. Good to see how that works out.
1: Uh, I can't pay you to go on the shoot because I'm not getting paid for it. Well, I mean, I'm getting paid, but it's like wrapped into the wedding price. So I don't have it in the budget to hire you, Dustin. Otherwise, I would have.
0: Unlike you, Steve, I don't always require monetary means to hang out with you. You don't always have to pay me to hang out with you. Unlike the reciprocal version of that, where I have to pay you to hang out with me.
1: Dustin, first up, we're going to, uh, we're we're opening up a new segment this week (gasps) so that I can finally get you to stop calling questions and answers the new segment. Because it's not. Uh, We're going to start up with some follow-up, trademark John Syracuse. Last week, we talked about Dustin's random negative reviews on Facebook that all came at about the same time. Mm -hmm. Dustin, I have an idea about this. And a few listeners also texted me and let me know they had some ideas about this as well. Okay, I'm listening. That theory is everyone hates you, Dustin. (laughs) Mm,
0: that's not really a theory that's just truth
1: if you had looked in the show notes you know what the real theory is right i Uh, think because all the reviews came around the same time you said and they're all mm -hmm. from random people you don't know i think someone bought negative reviews for your company dustin
0: i mean have you have you looked at my my page have you looked at the reviews they all come from 2013 Mm -hmm. and they're all spanned from the tail end of july to or yeah it's like july through september so i feel like in that like 60 day window facebook was sending out some sort of random like hey what do you think of this page to like start getting the review feature of Mm. no
1: dustin i think you have an enemy because that thing didn't happen we already went over that in the last episode until you prove that to me steven the lack of information saying it happened is the proof that i need I think it's more plausible you have a nemesis in the photography world. And I would just like to go ahead and clear my name, rule myself out. I didn't know you in 2013, so it can't be me.
0: Holy crap. I'm uh, actually checking out my reviews right now. Mm-hmm. And the bride I just booked today, uh, she actually commented on one of the reviews of that someone gave me a three star in that window. Were you bitching and, to your bride about it? No, no, not at all. And she just commented why to the person who gave me three stars. Because that's the problem with these like random ass low stars is you get my brides who check us out on Facebook. And then they're like, why did this person, why did this string of people in 2013 give him, you know, less than five stars? And no one knows who these people are. Burn it down, Dustin. Kill your Facebook
1: page. Start a new
0: one. No, that's that is quite okay. <laughs> all right, let's do you, do you, let's go no, ahead and move on. No, I want I want to talk about reviews for a second. No,
1: dude, you Be- have you went a down nemesis. this rabbit
0: hole. We are going down this rabbit hole together, Steve. All right, uh, Alice. Because now I'm looking at my review page on Facebook. Oh, it already no, gets wait. me all hot no, and bothered. Stop, stop! I'm not reading any reviews because they don't. Re- no, I just leave realized our... I called
1: you Alice, but you're actually the one leading me down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm Alice. Yeah. You're yes. the white rabbit, Dustin.
0: That's fine. <sighs> I'm fluffy and beautiful and long-eared. I Anyways. know. You can
1: see how jealous I am, and you can hear how jealous I am. Why
0: do you got to so keep I just, rubbing I it I in? I just noticed I have a four-star review from 2016 from someone I have no idea who they are. I was, So I want to pose the question to you. Do you ever get these random reviews on your page? the Jen Van Elk page from people who leave you star ratings, but no review and just like, you have no idea who these people are.
1: Uh, yeah, we have a one star rating from a Dustin Mac Kybin.
0: Hmm. German.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I think we have like one rating that is weird like that. And Jen commented back, who are you? <laughs> because she wanted to highlight to anybody who saw this that uh this person is not he's not somebody who ever used our services and he's also not somebody who was ever at a wedding he's not friends with any of our brides or grooms that we've had in the past there's just a rando but not like the series of randos like you got how many reviews do you guys have i don't know man i don't i don't keep an eye on that kind of stuff Good thing I'm looking it up. Oh wow, this is the most boring podcast already.
0: Thank you for dragging uh, fe- me down this rabbit f- hole. Feel free to continue on. Oh and I will... look,
1: it's me, Alice in Wonderland. There's so many cool things here. There's a cat that disappears and a giant caterpillar. Oh no, no, there's none of that. It's just Dustin looking up Facebook. Okay, reviews.
0: so you you have a 4.9 out of five mm-hmm. uh, rating. I assume that's because of that one rando. Um, yeah. But you only have 20 reviews. Oh, whereas no. Whereas my page has 120 reviews. Oh, no. Which, like, 20 of those are completely randos.
1: <laughs> you went after it too hard. You asked too many people to review your page. You I haven't asked reviews. anyone Don't to, lie ever to me, review Dustin.
0: my page.
1: We cannot get people to review us unless, like that's not true. Some people will just write us and be like, where do you want us to review you? And Uh, you say tattoo it on your chest. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I want you to wear it for the rest of your life. (laughs) Exactly. 30 years from now when, you know, you've gained a few pounds or lost a lot of pounds, who knows what's going to happen in your future. That tattoo is not even going to be legible anymore, but I want it there.
0: The Purdue couple is on the blog. Are you just reading random
1: things off of the <laughs> Facebook now? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Sorry. All right. So we're gonna I, move I just got sidetracked. Uh, more follow up. Um, Dustin, have you been using window to IO more?
0: Uh, honestly, Steve, Instagram is taking a little bit of a backseat because I'm playing catch up from our trip to New York. Uh, we have been recently doing a ton of real estate photography for a couple of different realtors. And Uh, they were thoughtful enough to wait for me to get back and scheduled a ton of houses all at once. So yesterday and today, I was swamped with photographing real estate. So to answer your question, no, I have not been using it since we talked last. Well, one thing I forgot to mention
1: last time is that Window to I.O. does not allow you to um, use location services on your Mac. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so you, you don't can't, need to uh, add a location to your stuff. And I always try to add locations for Jen and I, stuff. I don't, I don't do it for like wedding photo hangover stuff, but.
0: Yeah, because it's not important. It's
1: not. For that stuff. Because we're trying to reach more than just Indiana here at the wedding photo hangover. That's right. I see you listening in Portugal. I see you listening in Australia. I see those penguins listening down in Antarctica. You know what I'm talking about. Quack, quack. That is not the noise a penguin makes. That's a duck. Are
0: <laughs> uh, are you sure, Steve? Tell me sure. the last time you've heard a penguin. Hmm.
1: Good point. Mm. Uh well I watched Happy Feet the other night and I'm pretty certain penguins sing and they sound amazing.
0: Except Hello. for one who just
1: stomps his feet.
0: Hello, I am a penguin. <laughs>
1: And they're also kind of was that Swedish or German? Feed me your fish. So uh, m- just me complaining more about windowed
0: I.O. Um Dustin, you know that there are other things you wait, could use. Steve, I've never heard you complain before. Is this the first time or can this new segment just be called Steve Complains More?
1: Doesn't people want to know when it's not working? They don't want to know when it's working. I don't sit around saying, Oh my gosh. Hallelujah. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford is a tremendous movie to every single person that I meet. But it is. Is it? It is, Dustin.
0: Hmm. To be determined. Um so yeah. You hate the best piece of free software I found this month. Cool. I'm your sorry, buddy. suggestion is to people to not try and hack the Instagram system and just use your phone, you fucking lazy ass. That's what you're telling our listeners out there. <laughs> uh I'm sorry, you got into trying to
1: quote unquote hack the Instagram system to save you time. I'm just pointing out that if you actually do things like tag people, add locations, stuff like that, you're not saving yourself any time. You're actually creating more work in the long run.
0: Steve, if you'd like to provide some value to our dear listeners out there, why don't you start by telling them why it's important to add a location and or tag people?
1: You add locations because then people, when they, you can do searches on Instagram for locations, like how you can do searches for hashtags. And then you can view all of the photos taken in a location. So a lot of times, if you're going to go shoot someplace you've never shot at before, um, let's say you're going to travel out of state, you're going to New York, and you want to get the best shot of, I don't know, the Brooklyn Bridge. You could just go to this thing and say, Brooklyn Bridge, New York when you do an Instagram search and you could see all the photos people are taking there and what they look like, then you could get an idea of like, Hey, this is what it's going to be kind of looking like once I get there in case you didn't know what the Brooklyn bridge looked like. So when you got there, you'd have a better idea of what you had to work with and what's in the surrounding area. Hmm, It's actually super beneficial.
0: So if, if I search Steve's bathroom, will that come up? Nope. Hmm. Sounds weak. So does the same go for tagging? And if you tag someone, do other people see those tags? You tag people because then they are alerted to the fact that they're
1: in the photo. Um, a lot of times when you tag people. So
0: what's the importance of tagging over just kind of commenting with their name?
1: When you comment with their name, when somebody goes to their profile on Instagram. There's a a little button you can press, which shows all the photos of that person, and Mm. they press that button, and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, it's a bunch of Dustin's photos of this bride and groom. Oh, he did such a great job. Oh my gosh, I should hire Dustin for my wedding, because he did such great pictures of my friend's wedding, or, you know, like a makeup artist, or somebody who was involved with the shoot. Like, you do a cake shot, you post that cake shot, you tag the bakery, you know? And so then it just, it's just a way of getting your photos out there to more eyeballs. I've
0: never looked at someone's profile like that.
1: Uh, You you don't, you don't really use social media, Dustin. I don't, I don't necessarily expect you to know the ins and outs of all these things. I, I know. That's why I have you. But just trust me when I say these things do help.
0: I know. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying I wouldn't know to do them because I don't do them myself.
1: Plus given uh, the Instagram Facebook algorithm, like if you tag somebody, they're more likely to like your photo. There's more likely to be people who look at their profile and look at their profile stuff who like your photo then. Uh, So it gives you a boost and makes sure that your photo gets served up to more people who follow you when they're looking through their feed, because Instagram tries to deliver the hottest and best photos first when you go to your feed. Mm. Interesting. Plus, then you can get up in that Explore tab. Once you're in that Explore tab, you're just reaping in those likes. Mm-mm. Like me, baby, one more time. Mm-mm. Yeah. So do you want to move on to the next thing, or did you have more questions about how Instagram works?
0: Nope, Steve. I'll never quite understand it all. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll have more follow-ups to the follow-up to the follow-up. No, no.
1: I just want to be done with social media forever, Dustin.
0: I don't think you could ever be done with social media. I think social media is your crack and you're like to snort those Insta likes. (sighs) Uh, I mean,
1: I'm kind of past snorting. I just free base. But, you know, whatever, dude. Uh, Next thing up on the follow-up. Last week I talked about how there was a weird cheek touch thing when I hugged a bride I think it's my fault, mm-hmm. Dustin.
0: So we come to the we've came to the conclusion, Stephen, that you just don't know how to hug.
1: Yeah, it happened again. I was a meeting with a potential bride, but at the very end I went in to give her a hug and the cheek touch happened again. So now I think it's my fault. I think I'm hugging people wrong. I'm going <laughs> in one-handed. How do you go in for the hug?
0: You go in with one hand to start, but then you you claw with the other. Ugh. So you go in Oh, that's and then the most like, disgusting thing boom. I've ever heard. Oh,
1: oh why are you doing this to these people Ugh.
0: because that's how you hug Steve oh
1: gosh yeah so I do one handed and I think when I'm doing the one handed they're you know the, these these women are a little bit shorter than me so they're kind of like coming up and I think when I go in for the one handed like I'm unintentionally pulling them towards me mm,
0: you're doing the breast squeeze
1: what the hell, dude? No. Ugh. Yeah.
0: You're pulling them in and pushing their breast against you. Ugh. Gross. I think you're definitely doing that wrong. That's no. more oh, of an intimate gosh. hug.
1: Gosh, this took the weirdest, wrongest turn <laughs> ever. Ugh. No, dude. I hug like an A frame.
0: You I like how you think of breast as the most disgusting thing. No way. Feel like I'm talking to a two year old.
1: No. Dustin, this is breasts, so disgusting.
0: Cooties!
1: Ugh. Gosh, you just you make everything wrong and gross and sick. Uh, I just wanted to point out, listener Jackie Santana wrote in to tell me that I am not alone. That uh, I am not the only person who dislikes hugging uh, people, touching people, and stuff like that. And I just wanted to give a shout out to Jackie for that solidarity, uh, making me feel like I am a normal human being, unlike mm. Dustin in his gross
0: obsessions you're not a normal human being but we digress
1: so dustin there's one more thing i wanted to follow up on oh no there's two more things uh holy cow yeah um how did you get scammed into your crappy website hosting deal that you talked about with michaela and i meant to bring up with you last week but forgot to
0: uh i don't know what you're referencing
1: uh the website hosting deal where you pay for traffic and your website's always down
0: Uh, I don't know. That would be above my pay grade. I was kind of hoping you actually looked into the web host I'm using and had some insight to give me instead of... Yeah, I do have some insight to give you. Switch to Squarespace.
1: They do unlimited traffic.
0: Squarespace is
1: terrible. Squarespace is so good. So, good. No, I should...
0: Correction. Squarespace is so good and so easy to make a website, but there's some SEO functionality that they just kind of flipped a switch on that is really killing the, uh, Squarespace eyes. sites.
1: Rolling my eyes.
0: Uh, I know I'm rolling them back into your head right now. What is this uh, SEO
1: functionality that they've flipped the switch on that's really been hurting all those Squarespace sites?
0: Uh, I don't have the research in front of me because I didn't know we were going to be talking about web hosting tonight. Do you look at the show notes? Yeah, you I thought we were simply sh- talking about my web hosting, not all web hosting in general. Oh gosh, I'm so, so upset. I know you are, Steve. But that's why I love you. Because I love you being in a constant state of upsetness.
1: Let's move on from this. We'll put it in the follow-up for next week. Dustin's going to look at this, I'm guessing, bullshit thing about how Squarespace is screwing over its clients. Um, last bit of follow-up. We didn't do the ghost photo challenge that we talked about doing because uh, as stated in the episode with Michaela, I was so incredibly sick, I could not do anything. And so I thought we should open this up to listeners. Were they really, were they really wanting to see ghost photos from us or do they not care? (laughs) (laughs) Because if they don't care, (laughs) I'm not going to commit to doing it, but if they want to see it, I'm going to get it done.
0: Just remember, Steve, there's a king-size bag of peanut butter M&Ms on the line if this contest moves forward. I I don't want you to like lose your house and not be able to pay your mortgage if you have to fork over those delectable M&Ms to me.
1: You're right, because every single month included in my mortgage payment is a king-size bag of peanut butter M&Ms that I have to get to the bank. So if I have to
0: give was, that over to you, I'm going to be real screwed come mortgage payment time because your bank is run by a bunch of ghosts probably um but just to back up a second uh for those of you who are curious uh to what steve was talking about as far as my hosting account goes for our new and improved website we are using a little hosting account. oh no called- don't say it dustin
1: don't push other people into this terrible mistake you made
0: well, I'm hoping that there's some that are out there that are smarter than me and will be like, oh yeah, I know that company. So I'm using SiteGround.com to host our website. Uh, they have three plans uh, to choose from, uh, ranging from $4 a month to $12 a month. And we went for the middle one, which is $6 a month. And what that allows you is up to 25,000 visits a month um, but they cap you uh, a certain cap each day.
1: First person to write a robot that will uh, just go through Dustin's website and just rack up a bunch of views to shut his website down every day I will send that person a king size bag of (laughs) peanut butter M&Ms. I'm just going on record right now. I just want to get it through to Dustin what a terrible
0: hosting solution this is. Uh, apparently someone's already doing that because it's already getting shut down on a daily yeah, basis. It,
1: I would wonder if it's just your website or if maybe SiteGround is maybe employing these robots that do this to all these different websites that they host so that they can shut people down and cough, cause
0: them to cough up more money. Uh, according to the guy I talked to, what he thinks it is, is when I moved everything over to SiteGround, um... Google was now seeing my pictures more, uh, because of how their site is, their library works or whatever, um, versus how they were being seen on my previous host and that overwhelming, uh, crawl from Google of my images, um, kind of overwhelmed the site. So I'm hoping that that would be like a a few days, not
1: like an entire month.
0: It wasn't an entire month. It, I mean, it was like the couple of weeks leading, or, you know, from the transition period. And it has since stopped. So, mm. But yeah.
1: My offer still stands to listeners <laughs> out there. If you build a robot that'll just shut Dustin's website down every single day, I will send you a king-size bag of peanut butter M&Ms.
0: Mm. Yes. Does that offer stand for me, Steve, if I, if I build a bot to take down your website?
1: No. No, it does not. Why would that ever stand for you, taking down my website?
0: Okay. Well, I'll buy myself a bag after I build a bot. I would love to see you try to do that. Okay. Just remember, you threw the volley out there, and I'm just going to hit it on back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have
1: fun hitting that one right on back, Dustin.
0: All right, where were we at? It's talking about website hosting, uh, ghost challenge, yay, nay. Listeners, let us know. Uh, and that brings us to one of our most, most valued listeners, Mr. Louis Novak, uh, who was the prized oh, winner. Oh, wait, hey,
1: Dustin, um, real quick before we get to that. Um, writes in a Facebook group, I have a 64-gig memory card that keeps reading as an error. It was a new card. Any suggestions on what I should do?
0: Buy better cards. Mmm. Mm. She included mm. a picture. I can see what card she bought.
1: And it is one of the best cards you can buy. So,
0: Nope, it's not. Because I've seen a couple of these posts over the last few days, and they've all been non-name brand cards. R- what, what would you consider to be the name brand cards people could trust? Sandisk. And Sandisk alone. All of the people I'm reading off are using Sandisk. I don't know. It's impossible because I've seen some of these posts, and I'm like, Steve is going to see these posts and bring this up, and they were all Transcend cards. Mm-mm. No, but Transcend. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, we love your cards.
1: So, doesn't Jen and I have had cards fail on us before? Do you want to know what cards those were?
0: Transcend. No, they were Sandisk. Mm, you're buying the wrong ones. No, <laughs> no we are not. So I gave this some thought as to why we don't do backups, since you so much want to talk about it again. Um, And the reason is, is because we used to shoot on Nikon D700s for the longest time. And Nikon D700s do not have dual card slots. And so we never had the opportunity to shoot dual card slots. So we never formed the habit to do that. And then when we upgraded to the D4 uh, a few years back, The D4, we came with the stupid, retarded Sony memory card, which are crazy expensive. And we did do the dual card slots in that, but then it felt arbitrary to just do it in one camera and not the other. That's the stupidest thing I've heard. And so when we switched from the D700s to D800s, the file size was so large, we couldn't keep up with the dual slot. Um, because of the fact that memory is not as cheap as it is now. And then we got the D750s, and we just never had been doing it, and so we still just kept not doing it.
1: So your basic defense is, I'm doing this terrible, terrible thing.
0: I wouldn't say it's a defense. I'm just walking you through the logic and the evolution of how dual slots came to be, and we just got the D750 last year.
1: From Reddit in the photography thing, uh, a user who has since deleted his account says, writing to dual cards is like wearing a seatbelt. You don't need firsthand experience
0: to know it's gonna save your ass. You just made that the most unprovable statement. No, it's, it's still up on Reddit, Dustin.
1: He just deleted his account. So when you look at the username, it just says
0: deleted. Because he got so much hate mail from people. I mean, he he was was forced to delete his account. uh,
1: Two hands up praise hands, you know, like, oh, preach it, brother. Preach it. Preach it, brother. All right. So let's move on to what uh, Louis Novak said. Do you want to take this one, Dustin?
0: So Louis Novak, our most prized listener of this episode, um, or I mean of this podcast, uh, I oh, was. Oh, you're driving. picking favorites
1: among the listeners.
0: Oh yeah, Louis Novak will always be our favorite.
1: Listeners out there, I just want you to know that uh, Papa Steve here loves
0: each and every one of you equally. Mm, I always have my favorite. That's why Dustin's a bad parent. I was driving back from New York this past weekend, and I was going to attempt to stop and see the great Louis Novak on my way through Cleveland, uh, and see him and his beautiful wife and I was saddened to find out that Louis Novak's grandmother uh, the day I was supposed to visit him was admitted to the ICU um, so prayers for Grandma Novak and uh, so Louis shot us a question today I believe it was and was curious on Steve and I's thoughts and we asked him if it was okay if we brought this to you guys to maybe see what your guys' thoughts were as well Um, so Steve, I'm being that you have the more beautiful voice, I'm going to let you read what Louis wrote.
1: So in the words of Louis Novak, so we were visiting my grandma in the ICU the other day and I ran into a moment where I was beside myself. I was there in the room while my grandma was on life support and my grandpa was at her bedside holding her hand. I thought this was a very sad, but beautiful moment in my head. I was thinking I should capture this moment. All I had on me was my cell camera, but I hesitated. I didn't know if this was something I should do or not. Have you guys ever been in this kind of situation?
0: Do you want to take it first or do you want me to?
1: Go for it, Dustin. My voice is, you know, it's kind of hurting after reading that. I was really going deep, trying to get that Louis Novak beautiful sound
0: going. Yeah, he has a really deep, husky voice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, Louis... Um, I had a moment where my grandfather was in hospice and uh, he was in his final days a few years back. And I had that same crossroads where I was like, do I take some pictures to remember this? Like these are the last moments I am going to have with with my grandfather. And uh, I was, I really wanted to take some pictures and my wife talked me out of it. And I really wish I would have and I didn't and I kind of still regret that. Uh, But even more so than taking pictures, um, something I would recommend to everybody and Steve might have a different opinion, uh, but like do take videos of your grandparents, Um, like sit down, have conversations with them. Um, And like listen to their stories But get them on video So that like your like future generations Will get to experience that Like you got to experience that Um, We're actually celebrating My grandmother's 70th birthday This Sunday uh, With a surprise party And so I've been going through A lot of home videos Kind of making this little surprise video That we're going to show at the party And it's like I just feel like we don't do that In the same way that we used to, like, um, as far as like going around on Christmas or going around on Thanksgiving and like interviewing the family and it kind of acts as like a time capsule and I'm getting a little off topic here, but I feel like, yes, you should document, document, document. Um, it, it might feel insensitive in the moment. Uh, but I think after the fact people will appreciate it. Um, even if it feels inappropriate I think, um, parents and other family members will see the photos and they'll, they'll feel like, uh, as long as you were respectful when you took it and you're not like pose for me and you know, whatever. Does that make sense? Did I ramble too much there, Stevie? Um, I mean, I had to run out real quick because my
1: <laughs> computer came unplugged earlier and I didn't realize it and I was about to die. So I had to grab the uh, charger off the ground and plug it back in. So I missed oh. some of what you said.
0: I'm always recording with an avid professional here. But uh, I would agree with a lot of what you said,
1: um, but I would also differ a little bit. I think a lot of those moments are things that... Um, you maybe as louis said he, that he hesitated i think a lot of those times are times you should hesitate some of those moments are things that shouldn't be captured i would say some of those things are things that um they're just for you and they're just for the people who are there um and that's 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 not an easy thing to say but some things are better better kept as a moment that you've just experienced and you can tell people about it later. Um, you can write about it, you can share your feelings and emotions, but I I don't think every single thing needs to be documented and recorded, um, for future stuff, which I, I know you weren't saying every single thing needs to be documented and recorded, but I definitely get that feeling of like, you want to capture something cause you don't know when it'll ever happen again or if you'll get another chance. Um, I've been going through a lot of home videos from my childhood and uh, about 10 years ago, my dad passed away. And like, so I've been watching a lot of these home videos and like seeing my dad and stuff. And I'm so incredibly thankful we have them. And like, while you were talking about like doing video of like just conversations you have with people, I was like, I would kill for that with my dad now. Um, But at the same time, like there are also like a lot of situations I can think of with my dad where I'm glad I have the memory and I'm glad I was there for it, but I would never have wanted to record it, you know? But I think what Louie was getting at was it was a very special moment and he wanted to get a picture of it cause it was so special. But at the same time he felt like he might break the magic and that's so hard to say what you should or should not do because it's, it's every single person's going to have a different feeling about it. And you might take a photo and like, you might feel like you broke the, the magic of that moment by taking the photo and you might never look back on the photo as like a good thing.
0: I think it's called the veil of realism. The veil of realism? Do you want to explain that, Dustin? Meaning that the moment is real, it's happening organically and then by taking the photo you're actually creating a splinter effect where then that moment now ends and something else becomes because you interrupted Mm -hmm. the natural flow of emotions and feelings by taking the picture.
1: It's like when you watch reality TV and people tell you it's all fake. Like It is all fake and it's not just all fake because they're editing it out of order and stuff like that. It's also fake because there's a camera there and so people don't act like themselves. They don't act genuine. They act like a character of themselves because they see the camera and they want to perform for the camera and like having a camera out is going to change situations and there are going to be some people who you pull a camera out and they just crush in on themselves and like they don't want to do anything they don't want to be a part of whatever's going on and they're just basically like i i don't want to be on the camera i don't want to be recorded i'm done you know
0: Hmm. yeah i agree
1: So, I mean, you really just got to know who's in the room with you, how they're going to feel. And you got to know that as soon as you lift the the camera up, like you're no longer a participant. You're now a documentarian of the situation. And like, do you want to be a participant or a documentarian?
0: It's also, I think, uh, it'll be interesting. I know we're kind of veering off here, um, but from a sociological standpoint, Uh, With millennials and younger than millennials, how they document everything via Snapchat and uh, Instagram and everything, how that sort of tide will change? Or do you think people just sort of grow out of that?
1: I think people grow out of
0: it. I used to shoot like video of
1: everything. I used to post it all to YouTube. And uh, then I had a watershed moment where somebody added a video of my son to a playlist they had created, and it got like 1,500 views in just a week. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is disgusting. Like I was uploading this stuff for like my family to see, and Mm -hmm. now it just feels gross and disgusting because like the thing it was uploaded to, he he was really young at the time and still in diapers, and it was uploaded to a playlist called like Diaper Boys or something like that. And it just felt so gross and wrong. And so I just, I was like, all right, I'm done sharing things on YouTube. Like, it doesn't matter that I want my family to see this stuff. Like, I'm just done with it. I can't do it anymore. Interesting. It wasn't like, it felt gross to me. It was like almost all entirely moms who were like watching and commenting, but it felt like pervy and pedophilia. So, ugh
0: yeah, yeah I mean, that was kind of a worry of mine when I started sharing stuff of Charlie, and um I just kind of had to think like be ignorant about it and try not to think about it because there's always gonna be creeps out there in the world, and doesn't
1: I have had a situation arise with my daughter waking up, so we need to wrap it up. We have time right. for one more real, real quick topic,
0: uh okay, so I would not necessarily call this a failure, but I love to maximize my time. And so before I left for uh, New York, Niagara Falls, Canada, the whole shebang for 10 days, I went ahead and I purchased a solar sunshade for my MacBook Pro. And uh, as Steve is probably going to mock me and ridicule me, it was a little salty on the price tag. Um, it was a hundred bucks from B and H, um, so that I would be able to edit on the car ride and my gracious, uh, 24 week pregnant wife agreed to drive so that I'd be able to keep up with all the editing. And, um, she did not know what it was when we were packing the van. And so she took it out of the van cause she thought it was scrap. And tra- or trash or whatever and uh, so that was like a hundred bucks wasted right there so you can't ever use that thing again ever? Uh, I'm not saying that I can't use it again but I'm certainly saying that I specifically bought it for this trip mm-hmm. so I assume we're having to wrap it up right now uh, so Steve uh, it's been great it's a fun night uh, can't wait to do this again with you next week buddy
1: uh yeah dustin come on you gotta vamp for a second i gotta pull up the uh the thing we read at the end of every single one of these thanks for listening to another episode of the wedding photo hangover podcast with your host dustin and steve you can find us on instagram at wedding photo hangover and on twitter at wed pick hangover because twitter limits the number of characters in your handle but they don't limit the number of characters in your display name at a very low limit, any okay. <laughs> wrap that up. <laughs> that was a topic I had. Uh, last but not least, you can find us on Facebook at Wedding Photo Hangover. If you want to follow Dustin or Steve individually, you can find Dustin on Instagram at at DJ DMAC Attack. That's right, right. What what what? At Dustin or Dustin underscore McKibben. And you can find Steve at Steven Van Elk. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Your head is pounding. Head is pounding. Your limbs, limbs feel, like dead, feel weight, like dead weight. And your entire your being entire is being aching for the, embrace the sweet embrace, embrace of embrace death. death. That's right, next Sunday after you shoot
0: another wedding. Another wedding. Don't dun, dun,
1: dun. don't it has been real. Sorry to have right. to cut our time short. I wanted That's to, right. I had like five more stories of people with new S D cards that failed to read <laughs> off to you as we transitioned between things to really rub it in your face, how wrong you were and how much you need to change this thing that you're doing with your life. Steve I cannot Steven, stress enough Steve, how much Steven, you need Steven, to
0: Steven, change Steven, this. Steve Poop. We have our last wedding of two thousand seventeen next week. I will shoot to dual cards just for you. I'm
1: so proud of you, buddy. I I've actually been like stressed out thinking about you having a card failure and losing a wedding.
0: I I know Jen texts me. She's like, Steve has not been able to poop since you told him that. Well, that's not true. It's it's starting to get a little ridiculous here at the Van Elk household. I really need you to up your card game. Yeah. And you didn't. (laughs) I was like, I want to see how long this sucker can go. (laughs) Bloat him up. All right, Dustin, have a great night. Have a good one, bud. Bye. Bye. random ass low stars